Kept you waiting, huh? Hello everyone, welcome! It's Hack the Dono Gaming Cast. We're back for 2024, bringing you more news, previews, discussions, and the number four. That's right, you want four? We got four coming at your forehead, your four-faced, four-legged, limbed... I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of the forefathers of the Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, and I am joined by... Um, what was your nickname again? I'm just Anto. No, you, you, I gave you a nickname. You I were, mean, you were, you when were... I first joined, I was the... Cheese behind the keys. That's right, the cheese behind the keys. But I'm now not behind the, the keys anymore. No, you're you're on the desk. You're the uh, <laughs> you're the, uh, the 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 best behind the desk, Anto. The best behind the desk. There I like go. that. I, I I wasn't gonna say pest behind the desk, honestly. Coda yeah, <laughs> okay. would probably agree that I'm pretty pesty and pescivorous. Pescivorous. Yeah, it's it's one of her favorite words. Pescivorous. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> usually we have Floppy and Brayden here. Unfortunately, uh, Brayden's busy moving an entire store tonight, so they couldn't be with us. And Floppy's still uh, recuperating. Floppy will be back at some point soon in the very near future. But don't worry, we'll see his lovely face again. But in the meantime, we are joined by another lovely face, and that is that of Jazz. Jazz, say hi. Hello. Are you going to go on camera this time? Sorry. Oh, no, you're not, because I've got to get the green screen for you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. So Comfortable in her hat, but not on camera without yeah, a green screen. It's my, comfy, it's my security blanket. I've got my cap on. That's all right. We're just giving... I told you that was going to fall down. <gasps> I, uh, we're giving the YouTube uh, viewers and the Twitch viewers a taste of what the podcast listeners have to uh, put up with, which is just hearing a voice and not seeing a face. Yep. Speaking of which, you can head on over to hackthedino.com and follow us over on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino to be sure you catch the live recordings and can join us in the chat just like Michael Towns, Dylan the Villain and many, many others. Uh, or you can head on over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino and subscribe and like over there and uh, share all our videos with your friends. They come out weekly. Or you can follow us on TikTok where I, when I can be bothered, just take out little clumps of the show, put them on there and everyone has a funny old time. But before we get into the show, Anto, we haven't seen you. Live show? Uh, live show was my last appearance last year, yes. Oh, so what's been going on? What's been happening? What's been uh, chasing the old chicken? Uh, <laughs> I generally, said chasing, not choking. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, probably that, maybe. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, not a whole lot, honestly. Uh, it's mostly been work. Um, so for anyone who's been watching since I joined the show a couple of years ago, uh, my day job, or night job as it is at the moment, um, sort of often conflicts with doing other social things, so I'm, you know, often beholden to other things, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, no, I've mostly just been filling the time by playing video games, Sweet. Uh, spent Christmas hanging out with Coda's extended family for the second time, which was lovely. Second time? Yeah, uh, you know, just sort of... This is the second time we've gone and hung out with her aunts and uncles and stuff since oh. me and her have been dating, and that was just really nice. Got nice. to know them a bit better. Very good. Uh, she's got two younger cousins, twins, mm -hmm. uh, who both very much are 40-year-old Australian men in the body of, like, you know, teenagers. Yo, um, right here. They <laughs> spent their entire afternoon just saying things like, oh, yeah, big fella, to their dad, which was hilarious. Big fella. Just calling him big fella, all right, champ. Mm -hmm. Like, just, you know, really giving it to him, which was funny. That's what I, I get called nicknames as well. It's quite funny. They go, oi, dickhead. Uh, it's just such a term of endearment <laughs> for my family. Hey, dickhead. Um, yeah. Why, why oi, you, dickhead, why you, or you over there. Why are you here, dickhead? Yeah, I get that too. Dickhead, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm calling the police, dickhead. That's we told you yeah, you weren't allowed here again. Yeah, the, <laughs> the judge said, dickhead, you're not supposed... So, yeah, they're just, just full of love and cheer. And, and Why don't my parents love me? 
Well, <laughs> I'm not not touching that. <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, I mean, that's a good thing. Your parents shouldn't touch you. Hugs, Anto. Hugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's where we were going. God, Floppy isn't even here. We're already on the uh, parent. Anyway, um, yeah, cool. Uh, what 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 game? What games have you been playing? What? Um, typical for me, Final Fantasy fourteen. No. Um, Code and I wrapped up the. 10 year scenario last year sort of at the end of a year actual 10 years yeah so a realm reborn the re-release or relaunch of the game because the first version almost tanked square enix um, right came out in 2013 right uh they released the end walker in 2021 the end walker yeah that's the final expansion for sorry, that sorry. storyline that name is lame. Oh, it's so good. I'm the end walker no, no, what do you do oh, i just stop walking I, I just stopped walking anyway shut up <laughs> what are you going to do now? I don't know. Might jog for a bit. Uh, no, the next expansion is called Dawn Trail, and that comes out this year. So that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, no, finished that, which was brilliant. Best storyline in gaming. I think it's better than Seven. <laughs> Michael Towns. Shocking a few people, I'm sure. Michael Towns in the live chat has Middle just said Mid Fantasy and Walker for the PSP. Uh, better than Peace Walker. Sounds like a uh, game. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, no, so Final Fantasy fourteen. finished that. Just doing daily stuff and leveling up other jobs until the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince of Persia, the new one. Ah, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Lost Crown. Yeah, uh, Floppy streamed that just the other night. Mm. Um, it's my sort of, I guess, 10-hour review of it. It's like Dark Souls meets Hollow Knight meets Prince of Persia. Fantastic. Uh, don't recommend playing on anything higher than normal mode if you're not into anything that's Dark Souls or Hollow Knight related. Um, quite challenging. Uh, good time so far. Mm-hmm. Very satisfying combat. Yep. Fun exploration. It just sort of hits all the beats for a 2D Metroid-y style action adventure game. Very good. Uh, what else have I been playing? Shit. Heaps. No, there's one more thing and I can't remember what it was. Oh, Dark Souls 2. There we oh. go. I finally sunk my teeth into the second one because everyone's always like, oh, Souls 2 is the worst one. Um, it's become my favorite in the series. Really? Yeah. It's Why? very good. Um, it just looks beautiful, even for its age. Because um, you like hard games, just, don't I, you? I like playing difficult games. Yeah. I like the challenge. Whereas um, I, I like I like the baby games. Give me baby mode all day. <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes it's nice to just breeze through a game looking all cinematic and being wonderful and lovely. But sometimes it's, you know, the payoff is worth sitting through, you know, the video game version of bashing your head against a wall. What? There we go. Anto, here's a question for you. Because you play hard games. Yes. What is or what was as a child your um, frustration abuse to the controller? Uh, we all did it. No, I didn't have one. You didn't have an, a, no. a frustration abuse. I've See, never taken frustration out on a controller because I was too poor to replace them. Okay, that's fair. Uh, mine was, <laughs> uh, I remember vividly the Super Nintendo, I'd slam it into the palm of my hand. Like I go, Okay. Smash it into I the mean, side like, of my hand. I guess in that sense, like I've never like thrown a controller. Mm-hmm. But I have like gripped it probably there you a go. Bit too hard to make it squeak. Yep. But never to the point of like any actual stress or breaking of it. So a friend of mine, <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, uh, had teeth marks all over his oh, Super Jesus. Nintendo controller because he would bite it and then throw it against the wall. Uh, see, throwing it against the wall is definitely what I would not recommend to anyone no. watching. Biting it, I mean, if that's that was just that was we're into. teeth marks. There were little <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Anyway, and they always blame the dog. No, no, no. He was a little rich kid, so he didn't care. Uh, okay. 
Uh, Michael Towns in the live chat said he nearly snapped his SNES control playing Lost Levels, but his mum said she won't buy me another if I break it, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that, that was very much sort of what happened with me. It was like any sort of first sign of frustration was also, just like, yeah, don't. <laughs> also we, in the live chat, uh, Patreon supporter Dylan the Villain said he used to ha have to get a PS2 controller because he used to bite his. So there you go. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's probably quite a common thing. Right? Let us know in the comments down below whether you used to bite your uh, video game controllers and why you're psychopathic. I didn't say that word correctly, but you know what I meant. We've both done that thing where because it's the first show of the year and we're not used to talking like this, yep. we run out of breath and had to like... <gasps> no, again. I actually had a burp I was trying to suppress. Oh, okay, so. so my excuse was just a normal human thing and yours mm. was just gross. Well, <laughs> hum human... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, in the live chat, Michael Towns just said he wants to bite the Steel Battalion controller. That's I mean, a four-course meal. Yeah, I was going to say, you'll be there for a few hours. Jazz, have you ever bitten a controller? No. No? Have you ever spoken into a microphone? Yes. Have you ever spoken into one closer so the levels rise up a bit? Okay, is that better? That's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> you recently now. went to the United States. I did. And you took your Switch Lite? I did. What game did you play there? So I, the switch is good for me on flights because I'm really anxious on the plane. So mm -hmm. I hate takeoff. I hate any turbulence whatsoever. And I've got noise cancelling headphones that I wear and play the switch just to distract myself. Yep. And I played um, Mario, uh, the Super Nintendo one. I think it's the first game that I was playing. Um, and... I don't get very far with these things. Like, I'll just die, like, 50,000 times. And then I played Aladdin on the Super Nintendo and I think the Sega version. Yep. And I found out I, that was kind of the first time I found it, that they're all versions of those Aladdin games were on the Switch too. Correct. So I was, like, having a go at level one and then trying another one. And also Dreamlight Valley I've played, but that's because I like going... If anyone has played Dreamlight Valley going around and pulling the weeds out like that's it's all i like very to do satisfying in that game. it's animal crossing Until but with you disney run out of like yeah. weeds to pull out and then i don't know what to do or how to progress so then <laughs> that's when i would behind played, weed pulling I think, I think i tried uh two point hospital but then had forgotten how to do that so i went back to i just like rotate the games until i got frustrated or got sore thumbs and when's the next time you're going to play a game uh, probably in April. <laughs> <laughs> Why then? Because I'm going to Melbourne, so... Yeah, so on I another plane flight. Flights from other places to Adelaide is actually really rough. So yeah. I think coming into Adelaide has pretty bad turbulence. So the actual return, the very last flight I had to catch was pretty awful. Like mm. on the way back from LA... I had a person either side of me consoling me like on the way down because <laughs> oh. the turbulence was really bad. And they're both trying to calm me down and they're like very encouraging and I basically just met them. So, yeah. Well, people are nice. Human decency yeah. is still alive. And they like they were watching me play this thing and then I like it just eventually I gave up on that and it was just freaking out at the flight. <laughs> uh, that's the most fun game. Yeah. It's, are we going to die? In the very beginning of this month because I went to Melbourne. And then came back. So, yeah. Well. That's when I did that. During the break. putting my watch on silent. Sorry, it was beeping. <laughs> during the break. Uh, you know how I have like Metro Dread that I was going to play two years ago during my break and I never did? Oh, yeah. And then I said I was going to play <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom and actually finish it. And never did. And I didn't. Okay. Um, so, during the break, I was sitting down one day just testing some carts and cleaning some carts on my um, 
uh, Trinitron, which is you know one of the better retro TVs you can have for your retro consoles. You mean your Sony Trinitron? Um, my Sony Trinitron. Oh, yeah. And I uh, thought, you know what? I actually feel like playing some Super Nintendo games. So I whacked in Donkey Kong Country. No, you didn't. You played Chrono Trigger again. Just, just well, tell the truth. Uh, that's been an ongoing thing. <laughs> uh, but I whacked in Donkey Kong Country, started playing it, and did not... like. I've always known that the music in Donkey Kong Country was amazing. Yeah. What I didn't realize is with the Trinitron... That has surround boosted... And your extra bass thing on top, yeah. subwoofer. The music in this game is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I was hearing things in this soundtrack I have never heard before. I was absolutely blown away by just how beautiful... And because it's a Trinitron, the, uh, the the CRT made the game look amazing. Because it's Con- to be on one. <laughs> yeah. Donkey Kong Country is one of the greatest games ever made. Like, holy crap. It is... So good. Now, even like the the way the levels progress, like the first world is obviously you know pretty pretty easy, and yep. then the um, you don't even realize the skill increase until about halfway through three quarters of the way through yeah. the second world, where it starts to get up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and then once you get halfway through the game, man, that is a tough uh, platformer. Yeah, the original specifically, I find the the difficulty spike in it is like quite sudden, whereas Donkey Kong Country Two. Controversial that is opinion. Game. I've never finished it. I have. I 102%ed it. Never finished number two. Uh, mostly because I don't think it's actually as good as number three. Yeah, right. Because I played three first. Oh. So I've got, you know, first time bias yeah, and all fair that. Enough. Fair enough. Um, but just mechanically and like, I think, uh, especially musically. Keep talking. I just have to, I forgot to get something. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm hosted by myself. Uh, yeah, musically, I think Donkey Kong Country 3 is better than two, which again, might be quite controversial. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Like, two, I, I appreciate from a sort of, like, time perspective where it was important. Um, but yeah, I really can't do this whole thing by myself. I need sure to you can. You're doing, of... You did really, really well. <laughs> what did you go and grab? Oh, them. Yes, them. So, yes. Um, These are I the also... other things that what Ben was it? dealing what with over grab? the last few weeks. I'll talk about that in a minute. But I did play all of the po- second part of the Pokemon uh, DLC. Uh, that came out. Whatever the other one was. Scarlet called? and Violet. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 uh, little kids go capture animals. How do you feel about Power World? Uh, we're going to talk about that later <laughs> on. Don't worry about that. Um, you might want to make this big screen, Jazz. So. What? So you know on YouTube full when screen. you can make things full screen. Yeah, okay. There <laughs> we go. Sorry. That's all right. Um, so you know it, it's a Pokemon DLC. Actually, pretty good. Like I, I did like the storyline is what it is. Who cares? Um, but. They actually did something that I've always wondered as a kid, and I'm going to spoil it. Um, so there's a point where the mystical Pokemon wakes up. Okay. And you know how in these games, there's it always befriends your character because you have to catch it? Yeah. Uh, without going into details, the mystical Pokemon walk, wakes up, sees you, and starts walking towards you, and then someone who's with you goes, nah, and they have a Master Ball, and they just go <laughs> ahead and catch it. Right in front of you. And I was like, yes! That's brilliant. That's awesome! And then obviously other things happen. But no, that, that was great. Yeah, that's um, brilliant. The uh, area, so you're in a dome under the sea that's divided into four habitats. And you have different Pokemon that spawn there. And then as you uh, do quests, you get points. And you can use those points to add more Pokemon to it. So you can get starter Pokemon. So you can oh, okay. actually shiny hunt starter Pokemon for the first time ever. Without um, resetting 7,000 times. Yeah, I actually stumbled across a shiny Soblet. Um <laughs> Which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, and you know, unlike Arceus, they don't make a bling sound, so you have to be watching. Uh, although, uh, when you're so a way you can sort of reset spawns is by doing a picnic. 
which is like you, you bring out a table. You, you bring out I a mean, table. I don't know what a picnic is, but... All your Pokemon come out. They all sort of stand around and you can make sandwiches and whatnot to give you buffs oh, okay. and whatnot. Um, but when you do, you, you do it and you sort of stay still and the Pokemon around you, the wild Pokemon around you, still move around and then yeah. disappear before the respawn happens. Okay. So I was doing that. Boom, boom, boom. Through the thing. Saw a shiny. The shiny walked into camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, ah! And then it disappeared. No. <laughs> But yeah, I've caught a lot of shinies it's in this game. Um, so yeah, it, it's pretty cool. It's probably worth the money. Uh, it doesn't take that long. They re- also released an epilogue, uh, I think two weeks ago. Also, you know, hour and a half. Pretty good fun time. Was was funny. Uh, yeah, basic Pokemon game. So get it yeah, if, if cool. you want. Um, and then I got something during the holidays, which I could not pass up. So uh, these popped up on my uh, feed. Joe, can you put us back on big screen, please? So I can show these off. Were these an eBay or a Facebook? Facebook or a... Marketplace. Really? Facebook Marketplace. Okay. They came out of Melbourne. Uh, I hit this guy up straight away. Now, you may not be able to see. Uh, for the podcast listeners, in my hand, I have... Do you want me to go and zoom him at the no. camera? No, that's, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, scroll. Uh, I have in my hand four GameCube discs. Obviously, the discs that are much smaller. But what you can't see is that they are Nintendo GameCube NR discs. Now... Do you know what NR discs are, Anto? Uh, non-retail. Non-retail. And what does that mean? Uh, so not for retail. Uh, I'm guessing, because I don't know, so I'm just going to guess and you're going to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, demo discs used for promotion, either at corporate events, things like E3, that kind of thing. Yep. And also for developers to put Ooh. golden keys of their games on there. Oh, so it's like a finishing disc. Yes. Okay. So I have in my hands here, I'll just read some out to you. Uh, World Tour. Gold Master. World Tour, as in? As in the Namco game. Okay. Uh, Freestyle freestyle Street Soccer for review. So a review copy. Uh, Just a blank one that was thrown in. And Namco Museum for E3. Ooh, you've got an E3 disc. I've got an E3 disc. So obviously I cannot play these. You need a specific NR GameCube in order to play them. Um... So I, I uh, the guy who actually sold them to him, I got speaking to him. He was actually a video game uh, preservationist who has okay. since decided to step away. Yeah. Uh, this dude, part of his uh, credentials, didn't want me to say anything, but he actually found the, he was the very first person to find an Ultra sixty four controller. So oh, when like the original branding before yes, it before it was Nintendo sixty four, it was known as the Ultra sixty four. He actually found a prototype. That's crazy. Um, and he got so well known, he actually had devs who um, had somehow procu- procured these things and sold them to him. So he said, all of these have been dumped, which I don't mind anyway. If they weren't dumped, I was going to dump them myself. But that's a really cool piece of history. But he also gave me a write-up of these. Jeez. So I'm just going to read it out now. Uh, these are four original GameCube NR discs, three of which contain games. The three discs with content came from the same USA-based developer, who is Brian Peake, who now works at Microsoft. Um, and include familiar. Namco Museum for an E3 demonstration, World Tour, which is a Gold Master disc, and Freestyle Street Soccer, which is a review disc. Three jewel cases, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, all have been tested and require USA GameCube and our reader console um, because they're not for retail, obviously. But yeah, a really, really sweet deal. Uh, I got speaking to him as well. He had a bunch of other stuff. He had a, a 64DD um, prototype. Oh, the disk drive prototype. Yep. He a had prototype. one of that. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, and he said, Oh, like you're interested 10, in that? Did 1,000 of the retail ones get made and that was it? Yeah. Yeah. Super rare. Uh, he also had a Nintendo Switch shell, um, a pro controller shell prototype. 
And I'm, I'm in conversations with him about that. I was going to say, you're in contact with this man now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's on my Discord. And I, I actually have to shoot him a message and go, hey, man, how's things? I'm your buddy. How's things? I've been paid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, really cool. Um, that's one of the, the... This is what I love in my collection. This is what I'll, I'll actually spend decent amount of money on because this is history that no one else yeah, has that's history that people don't normally have access to as well so that's the stuff that you know we can dump all of the retail roms and stuff we want to the internet and keep them alive but yep stuff like that unless you get really lucky that's impossible and this across. was pure luck this yeah. was just no one else was interested and i managed to to grab it so what you're telling me with that blank disc no is if we wanted townsy to port the floppy game to the GameCube. This hasn't been opened. <laughs> this is an unopened NR disc. Oh, I'll never open that. I'm then. leaving this sealed. I am sorry. Um, all right. So we've been gone for quite a while. We had we four weeks off. Um, you know, life. We, we, we needed time off as well because life finds a way to be busy. Kick you in the ass. So we're just going to have a look at a couple of the, the main big things that have happened. Um, the biggest one has been the plethora of Switch 2 rumors that have come out. Like you, I'm really hoping they call it Super Nintendo Switch. I really Super want Switch. it to be Super Nintendo Switch because it just—it's a throwback to the '90s, and it makes sense. Should I be showing this on the screen now? Sure, do it, you yeah. cowards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, a games analyst called Dr. Serkin Toto has believed that it will be an iteration of the Switch rather than a revolution. <laughs> Nintendo Revolution, get yeah. it? Ba boom, chin. <laughs> Um, so anyway, it's kind of maybe going to be what they did with the Wii U, but obviously, hopefully, Not an abysmal Will failure. This, Sorry, Will you be getting this console when it comes out. Will I be getting a brand new Nintendo console when Nintendo releases it? He'll yeah. be buying six of them, Jazz. What are you talking about? <laughs> How many switches do I own, Jazz? I'm <laughs> yes, I will be getting this on launch day, probably two, because it sounds like there's going to be two versions. Okay. Um, so the rumors are that this is going to be released this year. Um, rumors are that it's going to have an 8-inch LED screen rather than OLED screen. So basically the same screen that the PlayStation um, hands... Portal was using. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Makes sense. The panels are already probably being mass-produced and it's cheaper to get hold of. Yeah. What's backing us backing, backing it up as well? You probably put us on big screen now, Jazz. Uh, games are being announced and they're not being announced... For, for the Switch. For the Switch. So for example, the Visions of Mana game, which was announced... Has it been announced for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox, Xbox blah, 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 blah. No Switch. Yeah. Which makes me think we're in that twilight time where developers are holding back so they can launch on the new console yeah. as a launch title. Because you get a little bit more people who are hungry. There's not as many games. Yeah. So they want to grab um, the games that are coming out. Also, Doug Bowser has commented that move going forward, uh, your Nintendo account is going to carry over onto new console systems. Yeah, I mean, they'd be stupid to revamp their account management system for the fifth time. Which implies to me that maybe the Switch will be backwards compatible. I'm hoping it will be. Like, they're, unless they're planning on doing what a lot of developers have done, cough, naughty dog, cough, um, they'd be stupid too. Like, there's no reason that the architecture couldn't be similar enough to just you know, potentially play things like Tears of the Kingdom at a higher frame rate. Um, um, Michael Towns in the live chat has just said, quotation marks, they're <laughs> stupid not to, he says, while talking about Nintendo and online. Yeah, look. Good point. I knew it was a stupid comment when it left my mouth. I'm still going with it. Where was I going? What was I saying? Oh, no, um, Nintendo doing Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo backwards compatibility. They'd be stupid not to. The Switch has got such a huge install base. There's so much software out there that will be cheaper to get hold of for you know people if you're buying one as a gift mm -hmm. or for kids. 
like you know you're going to drop potentially 600 plus dollars on a new system 600 us is the rumor yeah so like if you're going to be dropping that kind of money you want to be able to go and pick up a couple of games for like 20 bucks each instead yep. of dropping 600 plus or 70 play the games you already have or play the games you already have uh moving away from that there was an xbox dev uh direct yeah, nobody cares really <laughs> <laughs> one game i did that indiana jones game oh looks yeah freaking no. amazing yeah, no, jazz I... can we play some of the footage for the indiana jones game please hello zach uh this game holy smokes i was impressed yeah floppy showed me this when he appeared at my house about a week ago so it looked so good <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen it you should really go see the gameplay trailer now it is a first person perspective game uh occasionally going to third person to solve puzzles mm -hmm. and what i love about it the whole storyline is what's it called the dial of circle or whatever it is um the what, what? i don't know <laughs> uh so that the, the plot is all the uh significant um you know all wonders the of the world discoveries that have been made throughout history yeah yeah they're all uh do the circumference of the earth Oh, okay. And you know what? That's not true at all. Uh, it is an interesting bit because it means you're going to be traveling all around the world in different locations and gives a reason for doing that. Yeah. And I just love it. And you know what the best part is? Troy Baker's doing Indiana Jones voice. Yeah. So Floppy and I were talking about this. So I, my experience with Troy Baker, obviously I think he did, I could be outing myself as a fake fan here. Um, Joel and Last of Us. Yep. Uh, he's also done, he did Snow in Final Fantasy XIII. Mm -hmm. He was the replacement voice for Kanji Tatsumi in Persona 4. And the most important voice he did, Jonesy in Fortnite. Jonesy in Fortnite. Um, his his voice is like perfectly suited to this because he's got the inflection right. Mm -hmm. He doesn't sound like Harrison Ford, which is probably a good thing because you know, it would look a bit weird. But he has that slight inflection that Harrison Ford does. He's got the does. inflection yeah. and he's got the timing and the like cadence of how... Harrison spoke as Indiana Jones. Yep. So it works. And like the way they've done the mocap on the face, yep. all of the like subtle ticks and movements and like the way Harrison Ford's skin moved when he was playing Indiana Jones, they're all there. So it's convincing. And yeah. it really, it's really impressive. I'm considering it's really impressed with it. So much so, as soon as this trailer finished, I jumped on our fantasy critic, which we've got going again. And you made a bid. <laughs> and I, uh, I got it. I put yeah, on, fair. I think, $25 on both the Patreon-only one and our personal uh, host one. Oh, nice. Uh, I got it on our host one because uh, Floppy also put a bid on, but I outbid him, so I have that game. Uh, in the Patreon one, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll have this. No, Afronix got it. <laughs> and I asked Afronix, how much money did you put on? All of it. And Afronix just went, yeah, I'm broke now. <laughs> Brilliant. So well done, Afronix. Uh, I'm still going to beat you. I mean, and I think I'm I'm in the lead in the, the host one, aren't I? Still? Well, for now. For I now. Mean, for now. I picked Rebirth, Tekken 8, and a few other things, so I'm probably going to win. <laughs> you had some good You had some good picks. Tekken 8, I think, has got eight and nines lately. Yeah. Uh, so if you do want to follow that fantasy critic, uh, we'll uh, put a link up over on hackthedino.com. So go check that out if it's not there already. I can't remember if I deleted it or not. Who knows? It's a mystery. We'll never know. Game Mill, go and get it. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Power World. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Power World. Now, we've been covering this for a while. I think we touched on it upon the first release, like pre-release trailer they did. Yes, uh, where it was Pokemon with guns and you uh, making your Pokemon slaves and working for you and, and whatnot. Um, we can see some B-roll here of just uh, different 
animals you're shooting in the face with weapons. Um, so this sold over 6 million copies within the first four days of early access. I think as of today, it's seven. Yeah, but this is just within the yeah. first four days. Yeah. Uh, at a rate of 86,000 copies per hour. Uh, it also reached well over 1.5 million concurrent players leading to server issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it at the, at the time of writing this, it reached the fifth spot in Steam's most played games. I think that has now gone up to be the most played paid game yeah. uh, in Steam history. Um, some login issues for Xbox players. However, a patch has been announced and should be available once it passes Microsoft certification. Yeah, I um, think they ran into some trouble with um, the player limit and the way it wasn't working quite as well on Xbox versus PC has led to them actually being threatened with... Uh, Effectively being deplatformed unless they can get parity between versions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Nintendo has come out and have said that they are looking at anything that may infringe on their intellectual property. Uh, so I don't know how well they'll go with it, uh, purely because you can't tell me that these people, when they made this, didn't get their lawyers to look at it and go, yeah, that's that's okay. It's because legally it's, distinct enough. It's parody. Like, yeah. yes, they look alike. And Nintendo knows it as well. It's just everyone was going, oh, Nintendo's going to... Uh. I mean, look, that thing does look a lot like Mewtwo. Yeah, like, they do. You can definitely see the similarities. Oh, It is. You kill them. <laughs> you kill the Pokemon with guns and like... So the best way I had it described to me is like with They're Pokemon... Pals, not yeah, Pokemon. In Pokemon, right? <laughs> the Pokemon decides to go with you on your journey. And the bond you have with your Pokemon makes it fight harder and, and makes win battles. This one, these are just animals used to slaughter. So you can capture these animals. And if the other animals, like if you're running low and need some food, you can slaughter them and eat their meat. That's a bit grim. Uh, I've just realized mm-hmm. Pal World mm-hmm. is what Peter's parody version of Pokemon for the last 25 years has been. No. Like the the like vegan pet friendly like animal defending organization Peter, every parody they've ever done to try and shut Pokemon down has been ah oh, you're basically just killing animals. This is just that personified. This is legitimately killing animals. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. So I kind of want to play this because people have said it's actually a fun game. I mean, but I don't have an Xbox and I've only got the Dino PC, which is not the Dino stream PC anything. would probably run it. I don't think you should play this game, Ben. Why not? What? What's wrong with killing small little animals? Everything. Well, you know, they're not real. They're just digital footprints. I've got two takes on Power World. The first one being, yes, it looks fun, mm-hmm. but I'm also sick to death of material-based, craft-heavy shooter-slash-something-else combo video games. Like, either make it something like Duke Nukem, where you get a weapon, you get a Supply of ammo, you get to go nuts, fine. Don't make me punch trees. Don't make me build shit. I just don't care anymore. But you can use the Pokemon to punch trees. Yeah, but it's still busy work. Uh, I don't care for it. Like one thing... Fortnite, adding a no-build mode... Oh, best thing they could do. That was the reason Fortnite carried on existing in my like peripheral vision. Which we still got to play. Solid just, Snake's available now. I'm going to play as Raiden, just so I can punch like giant-chested Peter and make it look like Revengeance. Someone's already done that, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I put the you saw the meme? Oh, there. right, there you go. <laughs> um, people have said that it is actually a really good uh, game loop and is fun and that you know the Pokemon company can learn something from it, which would be interesting. I, I would like the Pokemon company to you know 
do something. Like uh, Legends Arceus was a great game that everyone loved mm. because they did something different and it was refreshing using their IP and it was a great fun game. It was a single player, no DLC. It was just the game. You play it, you have fun, and then you leave it or you replay it again and do the gameplay loop. Um, more of that. Yeah. Like, more of that, please. My other take for Power World, and I will address that comment in a moment, Game Boy Dad. Oh. <laughs> uh, my other take from Power World is I hope it forces Nintendo to go, oh shit, there's more we could do with this. Nintendo don't have a say in what the Pokemon Company do. They Nintendo own part of the Pokemon like Company. 49%? Correct. Yeah. But they, they can't tell, they can ask but they don't have a controlling share. So the Pokemon yeah. company can do whatever the hell they like, which is why you don't see... So, for example, you boot up Pokemon Go on your phone. Yep. Nintendo logo is nowhere to see. It's Game Freak. It's yeah. Game Freak. Well, it's not. It's the Pokemon Niantic company. and Pokemon company, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay, let me rephrase that. I hope it forces Game Freak to take a look at the, the IP Pokemon they co- have. They're not Game Freak anymore. Whoever. Fucking, this is how much I don't care. All I want is a good Pokemon game because there yeah. hasn't been one for like 10 years. You're right. Um, and Scarlet and Violet was a buggy buggy mess <laughs> it was like i'm not kidding like the dlc improved it but that base game although the idea is great they're not good here's what i want from pokemon give me an octopath traveler mm-hmm. visual style mm-hmm. pokemon gold remake it's all i want gold or heart gold heart gold specifically yeah. like the soul silver generation is my favorite era of pokemon i would um i would murder someone for that yeah like you... i'd punch a baby do you know how much <laughs> The big box sets of Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Four hundred. Yep, four yeah. to four fifty now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Good luck ever getting your Excuse hands on that. My language. And yes, Game Boy Dad. Final Fantasy Busy Work. The only Final Fantasy game that requires Busy Work is thirteen, and I've platinum that bitch. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't need to play it anymore. So I don't need to do it again. Hey, Jazz. What do you think about Pokemon? Um, as the same as Animal Crossing. Which is? Needs to go in the bin. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. I was expecting cute, but I don't care. Not goes in the bin. Thing. It just I like Sailor Moon, and then Dragon Ball Z came out. People were on that, and then Pokemon came out, and people were on that, and I was still on Sailor Moon and didn't care about anything after that. Jazz, what do you think of uh, Legend of Zelda? That also definitely needs to go in the bin. Why does it need to go in the bin? Because. <laughs> I didn't like how much you were playing it. <laughs> I would come in and try to talk to him and he'd be playing this game again. <laughs> I only put 250 hours into it. That is actually just too much time. Oh, really? Anto, mm-hmm. how many hours you put into Final Fantasy whatever? If you uh, do... Spend it, that just makes you like a, a workaholic, right? <laughs> if you spend that much time in work, people would be like, you need to get a life. Now, see, we're in this life now, Jazz, where like if you're not doing that amount of work in your personal and social life anyway, you're not grinding hard enough. Mm. Mm. I know, but it's like that's not a good way to be. Like, no, I agree. Too much time spent on things, you know. What, escaping the harsh reality that is uh, current um, predicament? Numbing, numbing yourself as yes. how it could be seen oh, as. Give me that numbness. To answer your question, however, Ben. Yes. So my first, uh, I think I've still got my original memory card for Final Fantasy VII. Mm. My first save file mm-hmm. has like four, four to six hundred hours on it. Uh, I've played it at least once a year since it came out, and each playthrough has taken a minimum of like thirty to forty hours. So we're probably talking close to either a thousand hours sunk into just. There you go, Jazz. Seven. See. In my lifetime. 
Well, it's just, yeah, it's too much screen time for one. <laughs> like, take breaks if you're going to do that. Go for a walk and then go back to it. But, yeah, just if you've got people in your life, don't ignore them because you're spending too much time on a video game. Ah, uh, see, Coda That's and I have nice. both put, like, a solid week of actual real-world game time. So like, you guys play together? Yeah, we play Final Fantasy fourteen together. Well, like, if only, only... All of the other stuff we do is together, too. <laughs> I used to have my daughter used to play with me, but... Um, now she hates video games. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, like, no, I get it. Like, there is a balance to be found, but also, like, I hate people. <laughs> Speaking of hating people, uh, mm. 2024 is going to be full of people who we hate, um, and they have video game predictions. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering where the hell are you going with this? So we're going to look at uh, 2024, what our predictions are for the video game industry. Now, I asked Anto and Floppy to provide us with their predictions. We have four serious ones and one swing for the fences. Um, I thought before we do that, we're going to go look at what we got right and what we got wrong last year in our predictions. So, Anto. Hello. My predictions. Yes. For 2024, uh, 2023. Let's see how many of these I got right. We can either have zero points, half a point if we got a little bit right, or a full point. Okay. Um, Jazz, if I can ask you, when we've got the final tally for everyone, can you just put the number next to their name, please? On the run sheet? Oh, on the, the run number sheet. Where on the actual sheet or in the comments? Like you've got uh, on the actual sheet. Okay. So... Uh, my first pick of last year was Nintendo will announce a new 2 slash 2.5D Mario game. And guess what happened? And they did. So that's one full point for me. Mario Wonder came out. Uh, number two, PSVR 2 will sell much less than the original PSVR by December. Price tag is too high and games available are not enticing enough for a year one purchase. Now, I don't actually know that. Uh, I think... I think it might have sold less... Overall, but the prediction of it being too expensive to sell and be worth it might be a bit off. Um, so the PSVR 2 sold 60,000 units in its first six weeks of beating launch, the launch beating 8%. the PSVR's 8%. launch by 8%. So I was wrong at that one. So for whatever reason, I was wrong. Uh, for whatever re- I mean, it just didn't happen. <laughs> no, there must have been a reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy will be released on Switch this year. No. <laughs> That didn't happen. I mean, the first part did. We could give you thirty-three percent of a point. That's true. Let, let's give me. Let's give me half. Yeah, let's give no, me half. No, 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 not all half. Thirty-three right. percent. So one point three three. Okay, all right. <laughs> and my far out there pick was Sony will indeed buy Square Enix, and that did not happen. No. All right, Anto. Hello. You have yours there. I do not because I'm on my phone. Okay. It's where my run sheet is because I sold my iPad because I'm a dingus. All right. Shall I read them out for you then? <laughs> yeah. Do it. Okay. Number one. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will be delayed. Wrong. <laughs> it, well, this is 2023. It was delayed, wasn't it? No, it didn't have a release date at that point. Oh. The release date trailer came out in like October last year. <laughs> well, aren't you honest? I was going to give you that one. But nah. no. Uh, Switch Pro slash Super Nintendo Switch announced by September. Nah. Nope. <laughs> Square Enix will at least buy exclusivity rights to the mainline Final Fantasy games. Numbered entries, remake project, not side games. Nah. Nope. <laughs> And you're out there, pick. Nintendo will sue somebody for selling a first-party title of theirs second-hand. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Bum, bum. No. No, no points so, for me. No points for Anto. So I'm still in the lead, which is good to hear. I like that. Uh, Brayden. Brayden said, Number one, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, will not meet the expectations of Rocksteady and score below 85 on Metacritic. Well, it didn't release because it got delayed, so... Bum, bum. Yeah, that's a no-pointer. I mean, he... He's- 
they're probably right, but it didn't happen this year, so no. So Braden could have had a full point for this next one, but I think it's half. GTA 6 officially revealed this year and features very heavy-handed commentary on police violence on America and release date of 2024. So he had th- he had three there. Yeah, I think I think it's I think only it's fair we give point six six. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what they did show is enough to guess that there will be police commentary to a degree. Like it's set in what Florida? Yeah. So it's it's got to be. Let's, right. get, let's give them a full think- point. Four point. Four point. Yeah, yeah four point. Four, four point, point for Braden. Uh, Monolith's Wonder Woman game will get a full trailer at the end of year release window before getting delayed. Nope. Nope. They've <laughs> seemed to have forgotten that game even exists. And Braden's out there pick was Super Mario Brothers movie will sky, score higher than seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Isn't it sitting at something like ninety six? Let's at have the a moment? look. Super Mario Brothers. Like then animated one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to surely. I'd be shocked if it was anything less than 95. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. All right. See, a professional would have done this before the show. But I'm not a professional. All right, Super Mario Brothers, the movie on Rotten Tomatoes. 95. 59% on the tomato meter. I don't know what that means. That's critic score. Uh, but 95%. So there you go. Braden's correct on that one. So that's two points for Braden. We're counting audience score because critics are dumb. Yes, they are. I mean, they're not, but... No, they're dumb. They've got dumb takes. Screw them. <laughs> uh, and Floppy. Price of Game Pass will increase. Yes, it, sure did. it did. So that's one for that's Floppy. Tears of the Kingdom will sell gangbusters, but will not review as well as Breath of the Wild 2. Pretty sure it's been lauded as better than and what Breath of the Wild should have been, but I could be wrong. Let's have a look, quick look. Tears of the Kingdom... Metacritic versus Breath of the Wild. Metacritic versus Breath of the Wild. Versus Botwa. I don't think Ben likes Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't finished it yet. I, I put, liked it. It's just too much. I put I 35 hours in and I still haven't touched it. I got so, so bored. So uh, the meta score is 96 for Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. So let's go. Botwa. Metacritic. Whoops. Breath of the Wild. Here we go. Brrr. That's my drum roll. Brrr. I sound like a cat. Brrr. 97. Oh. Wow. So 1% under. 1% under. So. I mean, I think that counts, right? right? It gets a point. So we'll not. Yeah. Yeah. It sold Gangbusters, yep. but it didn't review as well. That's a, that's a full mark for Floppy. Yep. So Floppy's also, on two. Yep. Am I. Am I like passing out because everything's dimmer, or does your TV dim? Yeah, my TV dims. Don't okay, worry about fine. it. <laughs> You're not I having a stroke. I was like literally about to pass out and like just die of exhaustion. Uh, number three, Sony will not buy Square Enix. I mean, ding, ding, ding. All right, there's another one. Floppy. <laughs> Um, and uh, they didn't get this one. Number four, the out there pick, Last of Us Part 3 announced but releasing in 2024. No. Can we give a half point for that? Because so I think like three, three is in production. Uh, Sorry, no, they haven't announced it, and that was his thing. Okay, announced. So no, Floppy only gets three points. Uh, yes, Floppy's on three points. Jazz. What is Square Enix? What is that? It's a game development company, company and publisher. Owns oh, okay. My favorite stuff. And I don't owns know why I went there. They own Chrono Trigger as well. And that. Um. So and they don't do anything with it. Coming in fourth. Coming in fourth in last year's predictions was Anto. Coming in third was Ben. Coming in second was Brayden, and the winner was floppy. 
Good, okay, he won something last year. I made year. no predictions, so technically disqualified, right? Who? Me. Yes. I made no predictions. For Correct. You made the right choice, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> you abstained from video games. I would have come fifth. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sorry, I just had a joke and I'm not going to say it. Uh, so, 2024. Predictions for this year is predictions what we're rolling into next. Four. All right, so... Uh, I'll read mine, you read yours. I'll read Brayden, you read Floppy. Works for me. Sounds good. Okay, so my first pick for 2024 prediction is Nintendo will release a new console in 2024 with a new 3D Mario game. I have a question about that prediction. Yes. Does it have to be a brand new 3D Mario game or would you accept a remaster of Odyssey with extra content? Um, well, if there's new content, then that's new. Only if it's like 5% new? It's still new. Okay, that's fair. It's still new. <laughs> I don't think... I think they'll do Mario Odyssey 2. I don't yeah. think they'll re release. They, I think they need to. It's Mario been, Odyssey 2 is like six years old? Seven. Seven. It came out in the year of launch, yeah. They've got a game sitting there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Anto, what's your pick? Oh, we, are we just trading off like one-to-one? One? Yeah, so uh, uh, okay, cool. I'll do mine. You do yours. I'll do Braden's. You do floppies. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so my first prediction is that on the new system, whether mm-hmm. it's the Switch 2, Super Switch, Switch 2 Electric Boogaloo, whatever it might be. Super Switch. Uh, they will release potentially a double pack of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. I can see that. That has been remastered and not doesn't look different art style wise, but runs at maybe a higher frame rate and has a bit more going on. So a deluxe how? port that runs a bit better. How would they fit that on a cartridge though? They'd have to be getting to massive. Oh, it, how big is it? I how big are they? They're only the they're not that big. Only like eight gigabytes. Yeah, they're not that big, are they? Tears of a Kingdom's like ten. That's doable. It's doable. That is very doable. Like I mean, I've got a two hundred and fifty-six gig card in this now. Like, there's no reason flash storage can't be made better. Hmm. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Okay, Braden's first pick. To match the vibes of all these first predictions, Nintendo's new console will be called something completely new. No Switch in the title. Trying to mm. avoid the Wii U fiasco, maybe? Yeah, uh, I just think the Wii U could have been uh, handled better because it meant nothing. Could have been called the Wii Us. Like, if they called it the Super Wii, I think it would have been much better. <laughs> I'm going to go play what with my Super Wii. <laughs> Sorry? The Wuss. The, the Wuss. wuss. <laughs> what about the Butts? The, the Wii butts. and the Butts. That would have won. Uh, Michael Towns in the live chat says the Nintendo. I agree. Call it that. Call it the Nintendo. I mean, yeah, there are parents out there who literally, you know... Every video the, game console. Every console. It could be their kids playing an Xbox and they're just like, oh, you playing the Nintendo? Yeah, we're playing the what Nintendo. What about the console? <laughs> the console. console. There's a few more than just the one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do you want to read floppies? Yes. Uh, so floppies prediction. The Switch successor is announced this year. Mm-hmm. And priced at six hundred dollars. Now we didn't he clarify hasn't specified whether that's Australian, US, or Singapore, or whatever. So we're going to assume Australian. Yes, because um, and I think he's done that because you know even now the Switch OLED still sells at what five forty nine at retail most places. Yeah, something like that. So I would expect it to be at least fifty dollars more. Look, I'm expecting six fifty to seven hundred Australian dollar dues. Yeah, look, if it's if it's even comparable. In terms of like power to, I don't think it will be like you know directly rivaling the power of like the current other systems. Mm-hmm. But if it's anywhere close, it won't be less than seven hundred. No, uh, no. Uh, won't be any more than seven hundred. Well, the rumors are it's going to have the power of the PlayStation Four. Doesn't the existing one have that? No, it's only uh, at um, 
Xbox One, PlayStation Three levels. Just above Xbox. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, which people are complaining about. It's like, dude, you want it, a it's a portable, portable PlayStation Four. Games like just fucking yeah. Shut up. And it's Nintendo. <laughs> like they know how to do this stuff. Yeah. Like all right, ignore the Pokemon. Look at Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That game's amazing. Like visually as well. I mean, look. You know, people have done wonders with it. Like they've got Doom Eternal running on the Switch for God's sake. Like. Yeah. Although they've also got Doom running on a preg- pregnancy test, so. See, I still don't think that was legit. <laughs> okay, round two. Round two. Let's go. Uh, my pick for round two for 2024 in video games: physical media will decline with more titles going digital only, which we are already seeing with uh, Hellblade Two. Yep. Sensor's uh, sacrifice. Sensor's sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. Gone. I think it won't happen here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will happen here, mostly because our internet infrastructure doesn't support the level of digital distribution that companies want to move to. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, maybe give it five years tops, and and definitely we'll see a huge reduction. But I mean, here we've but already like seen in, like Disney go, no, we're not doing uh, DVD releases anymore in yeah, Australia. True. I mean, it, I guess it's a little bit different for movies because like streaming platforms are so ingrained in in our culture already. Mm-hmm. But like compared to the US, where you know Best Buy and GameStop and a bunch of other like big retail stores have already gutted physical media, whether it be games, movies, But I mean, music. our stores have done that as well. Like you go into Target or Big W here, you cannot find really any physical Switch games. You get I a think, little little kiosk and that's yeah, about it. Yeah, I think with Target and stuff, like that's a bleed over from the fact that they're American owned as well. But like places, places like, like, you know, JB Hi-Fi and uh, what's our equivalent GameStop, EB Games. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think the companies that sort of focus more on entertainment media rather than like home goods and stuff and toys, I don't think we'll see a reduction similar to like Best Buy or anything here for a while. Right. But worldwide, absolutely. Uh, Game in the UK, like last week, announced they're stopping trade-ins like of pre-owned goods. They're That's just sad. not going to do it anymore. So, I mean, it makes the market the world's great. definitely moving that way. Great for uh, people who like picking up cheap yeah. video games. It's good. All right. Uh, oh, sorry, Jazz. Do you have any predictions for round one? We just sort of jumped over you. Any uh, any video game predictions at all? Um, so that's just video games in general. Yeah. What What do you think is going to happen in in twenty twenty four in video games? What's Whether your pick? Video games or the industry? I predict that Silk Song will come out. Hey. Oh, there you go. That's a prediction. That's a good prediction. Yeah. If if but late, late. Team Cherry, if you're watching, do it. <laughs> I didn't say that. Team Cherry, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I Jazz may or may not be good friends with Team Cherry. So, no, <laughs> humble brag. I'm just guessing because I think they are finished. I don't, I don't know. I'm Jazz, guessing. quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz, be quiet now. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Nothing's happening with Silk Song. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We're just guessing. We're, we're just guessing. guessing. It's an educated guess. The fried jazz. Phil Spencer promised it would happen two years ago, and it hasn't yet. That's right. It's just an educated guess, and absolutely no inside knowledge at all. And if they haven't finished it, like, <laughs> then you know, there's no point in releasing something that doesn't work. Properly. That's right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Take your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they took so, the time. That's good. Um, Anto, what's your second round? Uh, my second prediction, I think. Yep. Hang on. Where am I? Okay. No, I found it. It's good. Uh, my second prediction is that by the end of the year, we will either have the announcement of a PlayStation 5 Pro or the release of a PS5 Pro. Sorry, sorry. Can I, can I just quickly, in yeah. the live chat, Afrinix said, Insider Trading Fantasy League Critic. 
it. Careful, don't Yuji Naka yourself. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> anyway, sorry, yes, you were saying? Uh, yeah, so I think by the end of a year, uh, it'll probably be sooner than the end of a year, but we'll get a PS5 Pro announcement and release by the end of a year. Hasn't it already been, like, confirmed? Uh, I don't think it's been confirmed. Um, I've seen articles saying that, you know, some devs have been given dev kits for it, but nothing official from Sony yet. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Interestingly, uh, in the last couple of weeks, Coder and I replaced our launch PS5 with a Slim. Oh, nice! And it's actually really cute. And yeah, cool and quiet and silent and ditty and. Did you get the great the 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 bulge? The what? The bulge one. It's only got a disc drive uh, edition. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no digital. There's no digital one here, and I think similar to what I was saying a minute ago, I just think Sony have gone. Yeah, the infrastructure sucks in Australia. We're not going to bother with a digital one. Oh, if nice! If you want a digital one, you just take the drive off. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know? Cool. All right. Uh, Braden's second huh. pick. Code is watching. Hello. The Apple Vision Pro will have less than two big slash decently rated game offerings by the end of the year. It's probably a safe call. Um, three and a half thousand US for a VR program that's not even VR, it's AR. Yeah, it's. I don't know how I feel about it. We discussed it last show when Dan was here and Dan got really angry. It's like, we were watching the trailer and it had like a person sitting down and like choosing to, to look at photos and he goes, yeah, you know what I do when I want to look at a photo? I pull up my phone where I took the photo from and look at yeah. that. And it's like, they were watching TV and goes, yeah, do you know what I do in a lounge room? I turn on my TV and watch that. And do you know what I can do with my TV? I can watch the TV and have it on and then look at my photos in my hand. Like, it's absolutely no need for this technology yet. See, like, there's a certain few uses I can think of that would make it worthwhile. That's one of them. No. <laughs> um, so the Vision Pro specifically is as people have said in the chat, as Ben's just said, is an AR thing. So augmented reality, not virtual reality. So it's being used to... To mesh. To mesh the real world with digital. So in that regard, like, this is a, a wild, like, out there take on it. But, like, for people with dementia, perhaps, you could use, like, the advanced cameras and stuff in the current line of iPhones with all of their depth sensing and ability to use, you know, like the CPU and processing power they have to, you know, potentially like let you dive back into a scene, like a photo you've taken. Mm. Not just like view the photo in a panel, like in front of you, like use the full AR processing and stuff that's in that thing to like let yourself be back in the spot you took that photo from, for example. Like, I think that could be a really cool concept and like it would drive us further towards like actual VR. But to me, like virtual reality and augmented reality, like... Virtual is definitely the preference, mostly because I love playing Beat Saber. And to me, like VR is is a different kind of experience. Like you're not just sitting passively, you're actively doing stuff. Like Beat Saber, you flail around and kill boxes to high intensity music and it's a great workout. Or you can play Resident Evil 4 and like actually have to reach down to your hip and pull your gun out and pull the slide back and reload and I don't know, it's just fun. Just fun? Yeah, it's just good fun. And like it's a different kind of thing. I think Apple trying to push AR and passive sort of entertainment into the mainstream again is kind of reductive and dumb. All right, do you want to hit us with Floppy's second pick? Yes. Did we do Braden's already? Yep. He was, was Apple Braden's. Vision Pro. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Floppy thinks that by the end of 2024, we will see a game fully built using AI with barely any human input. I mean, it's not out of the question. It's not out of the Sadly, question. Sadly. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, I put a picture in our Discord, in our meme thing that King Kaiju sent me. Mm. Uh, and it was, uh, this is what AI thinks Mortal Kombat 2 is. And you look at it and it is 
horrendous. Like you first look at it and you go, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're an arcade machine. Then you realize like some of them have three arms and some of them are playing the joysticks. Then another picture, like they're oh, inside one, yeah. the arcade cabinet yeah. coming out where the screen is playing with your joystick with the, another like six fingered arm coming yeah, out of their head. And gross. like AI, wow. You, you, no. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, all right, Jazz, what's your second uh, video game pick for 2024? On the fly. And we have the request that you speak more into the microphone. Sorry. What do I think is going to happen with video games? <laughs> Hollow Knight will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Just Dance. Yep. We'll release on the Wii. Good. Again. <laughs> no. Don't they have a 2024 version? Yep, sure. They'll release a 2025 version. <laughs> so new Just Dance game, excellent. Okay, yep, that'll that'll that's good. New Just Dance game. I mean, look, it's it's likely. And again, chuck something like that on the Quest or the PlayStation. You know, it's going to be real Done. funny. We're going to be sitting here in a year, and Jazz is going to win. Yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> All right, my third pick. Uh, Summer Games Fest will be bigger than ever just to spite E3. I can see Keely pulling a oh. Summer Games Fest is now open to everyone and we're doing a live in-person thing and you should all come down to the LA Convention Center uh, where I've spent lots of money to rub it in their face. Yeah, I can see it. And he'll, he'll do that thing where anyone who's like capitalizing on the death of an industry sort of pillar, if you will, is like, hey, we're all really sad. You know, E3 was a titan of the industry and it was great and it allowed us to do... He's going to do the marketing thing. Yep. But then he's just going to like pull up a thing of E3 on a bit of paper and just stab it with a pen repeatedly or something just to be like, fuck you. I don't know. I don't... Yep. No, that, that's, that's Anto's pick. Uh, what is your actual pick? <laughs> My actual pick. And this, this is more of a fever dream slash like, I want this to happen. It's not really a prediction. This is just what I want from this year. Mm-hmm. I want either Bloodborne 2. Mm-hmm. So people can finally shut up, shut up about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or I want Bluepoint Games, who did the Demon Souls remake, to do a Bloodborne One remake because mm. for some inexplicable reason, Bloodborne One still looks like ass and still runs at thirty frames a second, even though we're playing on PS5s now. Perfect for the Switch. Oh, Switch port could be good. Uh, I just want to point Afrinix in the live chat says, as much as you know, as much as I know you don't like Keely, I have no issue with this or him. Uh, I have nothing against Keely. I just think that you think he... he's got no stage presence and charisma. Correct. And for me, if you don't have charisma, that's a cardinal sin. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, I, I like people with charisma. And if you're going to create a big game thing, and you've got, if you're going to create host and be the face of a giant event, and what's yeah. more, you've got a really good, competent host doing the pre-show. Like, Sidney Goodman is fantastic as a host. Mm-hmm. You know, is into video games, loves what she does. Townsie just nailed it. Like, Keeley's cool, but he, he slips too much and goes into fanboy mode. Well, we can say that from the last show, and we spoke yeah. about this. Like, Kojima got 10, 15 minutes to talk about his weird-ass movie that he's making. With, and what's his name? Jordan Jordan Peele. Peele. Yeah. Uh, Peterson? Peterson. Peele. Peele. No, no, Peterson's the weird right Oh, yeah, no, no, dude. no. Well, uh, but, you know... So he fits right in. Uh... <laughs> The devs who won awards were told to wrap up after 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's gross. Um, all right. Round three, you're done. Well, Brayden, we will see a proper trailer for the Captain America slash Black Panther game with an early 2025 release date. It will look good and people will be keen. Like, more people than just me being keen. I completely <laughs> forgot that this was happening. 
Like I can't recall a Captain America yeah. Black Panther game no, being announced. I, I saw Braden put that pick in and I was like, wait, that's a thing? Yeah. I thought like Avengers slash Marvel games were sort of like leaning more into the AAA, like Wolverine R-rated experience now that we're getting end of this year or early next year? No, probably early next year, yeah. realistically. Wow. Let's just hope it's not live service. Like, if you're going to make a Captain they've America learned game, their, they've learned their lesson. If you're going to make a Captain America game, just give us Winter Soldier. The previews, oh, that would be... Just give us Winter yes. Soldier with stealth elements, Metal Gear style stuff. Like, give us Captain America at his best combat-wise, but also with the intelligence. Um, yes, yes. Also, right, just give me Chris Evans. He's a handsome man. Very handsome man. <laughs> uh, what, what, what are you thinking of Indiana Jones? I mean, Floppy's next pick. Floppy's next pick, as Ben might have just alluded to. Uh, MGS Rising with Bucky, yes. Um, so Floppy's pick is that uh, Indiana Jones will be nominated for Game of the Year. And honestly, like, if the trailer, and we've all been burnt by trailers before, but if the trailer is indicative of any kind of quality of the finished product, I can see it happening. Yeah, same. Absolutely, same, absolutely same. Um, and I kind of hope... be snubbed like Spider-Man 2 was. I actually hope it does happen because I'd like to see Xbox win a game of the year. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice for them to actually come out swinging this year and pull you out forget, really like, good titles. Xbox now have all these studios that they've bought over the past couple of years. We're going to start seeing the fruits of those yeah. uh, acquisitions uh, really this year. So. so Xbox could be the one to watch in yeah. 2024 because I think they're really going to come out firing. I think so as well. And... Part of that is because we've got a lot of heavy hitters coming out early this year. Like, we've got Tekken 8 just launched. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out next month, which is nuts to me. Really? Like, next month? is February? 29th. Wow. 29th okay. February. So, game of the year might be there. Mm. Um, I mean, it will be for me anyway. Audio sync probably. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Right. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hack the Dino, where we fix it in post. But thank you for the uh, uh, the the, the uh, uh, thank flag. You for the first time chat as well. We will uh, we'll be onto that and fix it for next show. Yes. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, like we've got so much stuff happening early this year, video game wise, that like the second half might be a bit dead. So that's the perfect opportunity for Xbox just to be like, hey, here's a new Spyro, here's a new Diablo, here's a new Overwatch, here's I mean not Overwatch, please no. Um, just here's all of this good stuff we've been working on. Like, mm. just I want them to become like an actual contender again. Here's Bobby Kotek's head on a plate. That would game of the year right there. <laughs> Jazz, get another video game prediction. I do actually. Ooh. So when I was at Lightbox, this was in LA, which is basically kind of a big animation convention or concept art and whatnot. So you have people in film and games. And what they kind of predicted with AI slash other things like Procreate Dreams, which is new animation software for, for the iPad, mm-hmm. it will make studios have to work harder in what they produce. Like it'll make it more competitive and more people will, it's more accessible for people. So more people will be making video games. And I predict that this year, possibly at Avcon, or there might be more indie games that come out as a result of these new things, potentially? Well, I uh, can tell you now there is in uh, South Australia, which is where we are in Australia, in Adelaide, there is a uh, sort of an open-to-the-public government-endorsed thing called South Australian Game Exhibition, or SAGE, where a lot of uh, indie game developers are... That was the Sega Amateur Game Expo. (laughs) (laughs) What's that too? But in South Australia... (laughs) It's all about the independent games. And there is a really strong push by the South Australian government to give funding to these independent game developers. Um, we're going to be there to check it out. Oh. Uh, 
Well, I will be. <laughs> um, I'll tell you about that afterwards. Okay. Uh, but yeah, huge announcements coming from the local scene. And as Jazz said, it will force people and make it easier for independent gamers to bring their visions, like really Which impressive potentially visions. potentially takes out when people get pissed off about the executives meddling with things like with movies and games and whatnot. If you've just got people that are trying to make good quality stuff, yeah. then yes, that's going to... So Jazz, your prediction is uh, indie, indie games will, will rise. Yes. Yeah, that's a good that's pick. A I really yeah. love that pick. Especially based around the fact that, as you just said, you know, there are tools and stuff coming out that are going to make it more accessible. And by nature, it's going to be become... I'm actually really excited. Really, really yeah, excited. And like the thing that is like video games are more lucrative because like people can play them as they're being made and mm. test them. Whereas like with films, you can't really show a film as a work in progress until like at least the story is kind of done. Mm. So you can't gauge interest yet. So that's why I just... That's a good pick. Games are... All right. Because uh, we're running short on time. I'm going to burst through <laughs> this. Shut up. All right, uh, my last pick before we get to the, the non-legitimate one. Uh, quite simply, cozy games will become more popular. I think we saw the rise towards the end of the last year, especially independent games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw a lot more of these games were just about feel good, having fun, relaxing. There's no huge combat. It's just about unpacking. having a good time. Unpacking was fantastic. Dreamlight Valley, even though it was kind of corporate, but you know. Well, you know, corporate <laughs> can give you good things. Look at Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, but I think the, the burst of Animal Crossing certainly led the way. Stardew Valley led the way to these games where you can just have fun relax and enjoy your time away from the harsh reality that we live in. Mm. That's my pick. Anto, what's your uh, last pick? My last pick is an Xbox prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, or would like to see, um, so a couple of years ago, Xbox were releasing or touting, uh, well, not Xbox, Microsoft specifically, uh, were touting this sort of like virtual reality hardware and software that created stuff in a space in front of you using like projection technology and like, Holodecks. Holodecks, effectively. I want something like that to come out so you can actually do stuff like, um, if anyone remembers it, the Eye of Judgment on the PS3. It was like a camera that you slid monster cards into and you could play Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff. I want stuff like that to happen. HoloLens, that's the one. I want that to be a thing and make it Xbox-centric and make it so that you can have like, I don't know, like the... They're really famous mascot. The big brain pick would be give HoloLens... Let us play like Baldur's Gate 3, but like a tabletop game. Hmm. That'd be super cool. Like in Just Star Wars, when yeah. they play that chess so, game. So some kind of VR or AR thing from Microsoft announced by the end of the year. Uh, Braden's pick. By the end of the year, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will be close to death and a roadmap of updates and future content will already be pretty dire. Um, it hasn't even released yet and I think it's pretty close to dead from the reviews I saw. Pretty sure like the alpha hands on and stuff. People are like, yeah, this is not it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think he's gone. All right. And Floppy's last pick. Floppy's final pick. Prediction is we will see a release date and trailer for Wolverine at some point this year. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yep. Yep. Jazz, what's your last pick? Doesn't Michael Towns also make games? Yes. Michael Towns, we're going to talk about that I very shortly. I predict that he will be making or releasing another game this year. Oh, Ooh. good pick. New game from Game Boy Games. New because pick if, from... If the conversation we just had doesn't inspire him to do something, like, you know, he might already have something under his belt. But oh, I'm pretty sure Michael Towns has quite a few things under his belt. Well, that is my prediction. Floppy game meets Power World with guns. Well, Ben rocking around shooting his other hosts. I don't. I, I, 
Hey, it could happen. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be harsh, but mellow your expectations. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, the harshest of mellows. Mellows. That's right. <laughs> Big old Kirby. I now only do novels in video game form, but in Braille. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna uh, we'll power through these uh, predictions. Yes. Um, I'll do Townsy first, and we'll throw to you. You go Townsy. I go Game Boy. You go Triple. I yep. go. Sounds good. Okay, so Michael Towns from Ard Live Chat says Red Dead Two and GTA Five for the Switch Two launch. Square Enix will have at least two trailers for newly announced games that will 100% definitely look like something Chrono Trigger related. Till the logo pops up, and it will be a new Mystic Quest or some shit. Uh, opposite the last few years, rush for acquisitions. I think the amount of layoffs lately will evolve into a bunch of unexpected studio closures and some publishers too including a big triple a one which then will bleed into next year also having an opposite of 2023 style game drought which i think is a pretty reasonable prediction yeah. actually <laughs> like there's two ways that all the layoffs go right it's that we either run into a drought of video games or ai last year or the people who are laid off create their own independent studios and we get more games really um Last year was freaking amazing Last for video game crazy release. Game like game. Rivals yeah. 20, not, 20, uh, 2017? Yeah. 2017 was the other good, mm. like really yeah. good year. So 2009 was the other bang? Yeah. yeah. And then 97. 97 was a fantastic year. Or 98 oh. when Zelda came out, not Final Fantasy 7. Well, I mean, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What did Game Boy Dad pick? Uh, game Boy Dad predicts that Chrono Trigger will be completely ignored again. That is all. Yeah, thanks, Game Boy Dad. <laughs> uh, I hope there is a regular release for Chrono Trigger. Like, they're sitting on money. We've been through this so many times. Square Enix, if you're listening. Have you emailed them, Ben? I have. Square okay. Enix, big big fan. Already pre-ordered, like, multiple versions of Rebirth. If you give me the statue edition, I'll, I'll buy that too. Mm. Just do it. Mm. But also, Chrono Trigger. Come on. You've got the Octopath engine. He's our baby boy. Just give us Chrono Trigger with Octopath visuals. Please. Give us 2D HD. Look, I don't just mind do it. if it drops the value of this Super Nintendo cartridge I have in my hands. I don't mind. Just if you do it, do it, please. So is this one do not it. on the Switch? No, no. It's only ever been made remade once on the DS, oh. and PS that's one. oh, and the PS One. Sorry, yes, of course. Well, it was <laughs> a port, but yeah. Um, Triple Indy Nintendo will release a new console, or it will be very slim pickings for 2024. Good point. Well done, Triple Indy. Yep. Uh, what is uh, I? I apologize if I get this name wrong. I'm completely not familiar with who this person is, but they've recently joined the Patreon and Hack the Dino and our Discord. And, and we appreciate it. And, we and appreciate if that. you would like to join, head on over to hackthedino.com and for as little as $2 a month, you can have your name running along the bottom here. New Patreon tier. Pay us $1,000 and I'll tattoo your name on my butt. Really? No. <laughs> uh, so Sutek, apologies if it's mispronounced, uh, predicts that given the layoffs... They predict that Microsoft slash Xbox will snap up more studios to help feed the Game Pass machine. Uh, Sony will also acquire one uh, one more studio and sign on more third-party exclusives. Nintendo will announce and release for Switch 2, which will just be a more powerful Switch, but will also allow you to dual screen with a TV, mm. which is an interesting concept. Mm. Not really. It's the Wii U. See, I... I I think I might have mentioned this in like my file, my left field predictions, but yeah. All right, do you want to read in a second? Yeah, do you want to read uh, Dylan's? Uh, where's Dylan's? Dylan the villain should be there. No, nope. on my screen. Okay, hasn't updated. So Dylan the villain says, my prediction, although not as good as the one. Uh, oh, sorry, Dylan, being unnecessarily self-deprecating. Yeah, stop, stop that, being Dylan. self-deprecating. 
we will continue to see a price rise in consoles and Game Pass PlayStation Plus. And I completely agree. Agreed. Like, that's only one way they're going up. Yeah, it's... It's the nature of capitalism, not to be all like, oh, capitalism's bad, but it is. Well, it is. the only company that just had layoffs. Ah, uh, they all have. There's yeah. been so many. Riot yeah. Games just the other day laid off 500 people. It was what ridiculous. Was that? Riot Games? Yeah, Riot. That's what I heard. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, consoles, just gaming in general. It's probably just going to keep getting more expensive until people start voting with their wallets. Okay. Fire out left field prediction. I'm tweaking last year's <laughs> one slightly. PlayStation will announce its intent to buy Square Enix. It's still going to happen. So similar to Microsoft's intent to buy Sega, which was shot down by Sega straight away. Yep, that's right. And yeah, um, that was one of my picks one year as well. So good. Yeah. My out of left field pick Mm -hmm. is that similar to what Sutek has predicted, we get something that lets you use your Switch 2 with a TV. So my vision for it and it could backfire. It could, you know, be the worst decision or best decision we ever make. I think if we were to get something like, uh, you know, the current sort of Switch as it is, but a bit more powerful for portable use, and then I think Nintendo really needs to lean into this idea of a dock that has, like, a separate graphics card or something in it that allows you to dock the main part of a system maybe even have like a companion device that you can use similar to like the PlayStation Portal, but not relying on like internet streaming, using the proprietary streaming the Wii U used to give you a display on a controller on the couch that you can still take with you out of the house. Hmm. Some kind of hybridization of all of the experimental stuff they've done the last couple of like generations. Give me a portable, powerful switch that I can play at home and have a second screen on. Just, it's, it's a great idea. I think we should do it. Uh, Brayden. <laughs> Brayden's far out there pick, which, uh, you know, it's not that far out because uh, it's Hollywood. <laughs> Brayden says, Jeff Keighley will end up in legal trouble. Undefined legal trouble. And this is all alleged. Hey. So we cannot be sued. Jeff Keighley could get a parking ticket. Technically, that's legal trouble. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. Or he could file his taxes wrong. Yeah. Or he could sue us for defaming him. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Uh, well, I haven't got any money. doesn't matter. Yeah, me neither. I've got no assets. Please don't. What does Floppy think? Uh, Floppy thinks that there will be a Steam app or integration with the Xbox platform. That's a big call. Big call. Big also call. quite likely given the Windows-based architecture of the Xbox users. Yeah, but it's Valve. They don't like playing with others. Yeah, it's true. But they have also been looking for an in into your lounge room for about 10 years now. It's true. All right, Jazz, what's your last pick? That Chrono Trigger will appear on the Switch Lite, or I will play it, or both. I think one of those oh. predictions can happen because I have Chrono Trigger sitting less than two meters away from you. Yes. In a console. Yes. We'll start a game. I can teach you how to play it. Yeah. You can fall in love with the wonderful characters of that marvelous we'll world. We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> but we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our gaming cast where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games news, previews, and discussions. But this isn't all we do. Anto! Hello! What do you do? Uh, not a whole lot outside of this. I have an Instagram that you can go and take a look at. Uh, it's final underscore fantasy. So F-A-N-T-O-S-Y. Um, it's Anto and Fantasy. Like. Yeah, it's just Anto and Fantasy. It's yeah, just, easy. It's everything you need. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I literally just share my video game collection, which is mostly Final Fantasy stuff. Um, I occasionally put other things up there too. Um, I haven't recently. I've been meaning to take like in-depth pictures of like some of the bigger purchases, but 
I just haven't got around to it. Uh, the most recent pickup, which is actually at the top left there, Jazz. Um, <laughs> uh, that one is an Advent Children era figurine of Kadaj from uh, the movie. And what about those shoes there? Those shoes are a Puma X Final Fantasy XIV collaboration. Um, so they've got Final Fantasy XIV symbolism and monsters and stuff all over them. That's which awesome. is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I didn't expect to run across them here because I thought they were going to be like a US release only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just randomly existing at work one day, got a call from Floppy. He was like, hey, I was just in Foot Locker and saw these shoes. So next day, obviously, I'm down there, both Coda and I now have a pair of these. That's awesome. Are you going to wear them? I've worn them a few times. Oh, yeah. wow. Awesome. Um, they are very comfortable, but I'm also very conscious of the fact that I have really wide Street Fighter-esque feet. Nice. Uh, so I kind of don't want to wear them too often because I will eventually... Just are we talking Ryu level or bank? Ryu kind of feet. Oh, so not blanker level? <laughs> no, not quite like monsterish. Just flat. Flat and wide at the front. Yeah, right. Good for kicking, but not much Ooh, else. <laughs> good. Or buoyancy. Um, and yeah, like I'll occasionally share on here as well uh, trophy updates because I'm a pretty big trophy collector. I like platinum in games. Mm-hmm. Um, most recent one was Spider-Man Remastered, as you can see. Uh, I am 92% through Dark Souls 2 at the moment. Nice. Uh, and after that's done, we'll be moving on to Bloodborne. Sweet. You should stream some. Yeah, yeah been thinking about it my PC's good to go again you should you should on Hack the Dino oh there's some Beat Saber stuff up there as well I occasionally do video gamey Beat Saber-y stuff and put that up there just because it's fun Jazz yeah Jazz do you want to plug anything uh no no I'm okay (laughs) no Jazz isn't plugging anything well I'll plug I haven't done Spider-Man 2 yet Mr. A game I spent far too long doing Spider-Man 1 so I'm giving myself a bit of a break oh that's a good idea because they're quite similar from what I hear Mm. Uh, so I uh, obviously do bad game arts but I haven't uh, done anything since Christmas so we won't mention that but I have started up a new little uh, thing I've decided to get a GoPro and go out and film my retro hunting expeditions so you can see that over on Super Retro Squad Uh, it's on YouTube it's on um, TikTok TikTok, Instagram Instagram. yes thank you Anto Facebook Uh, Super Retro that's not on Facebook (laughs) Uh, Super Retro Squad do a search for that give us a like give us a sub they're, they're all good to go. But uh, yeah, it's basically me editing down video footage of just hunting walking around hunting. Yeah. And uh, Braden actually came, said to me, oh, it's actually really Moorish. It's good just to put on. Uh, I'm going to try and get a little bit more chatty and a little bit more you know, uh, entertaining on it because at the moment it's just basically raw footage. Uh, but yeah, head on over to Super Retro Squad on all the things where you can check out me and friend of the show Ghost Games as we go hunting for retro video game stuff. We actually find a surprising lot like it's it's pretty cool i thought it was almost dead but no there's still quite a lot out there yeah so you should totally check that out uh i'd also like to thank our patreons would you like to thank the patreons uh, Anto? in front of me so i can't do it okay i i will say thank you to seth aka sutek i think that's i'm name. pretty sure it's sutek but please correct us if we're wrong ash knight karen knight dylan the villain triple indy michael towns and game boy dad game boy dad but please head on over to hackthedino.com, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review. All these things help us grow. Um, I don't know who I'm talking to because the majority of people have turned off by now, which is disappointing because they won't be uh, uh, here to hear this fun fact. That's where you cut it, Jazz. <laughs>